tasty with this mic stand. I'll tell you what. There it was. The sink. Yeah. So <laughs> the sink. Yeah. So the <laughs> you just see like it's the rehearsal for the show coming up. They're playing Atlanta. This band, uh, Twisted Knot. We'll call them Twisted Knot. That's the band's name. Mm -hmm. It's N O T though, not K. That's what you know. It's cool. But the logo has a. You get it. Uh, anyway, they're playing, they have Greg on their tour bus. Who's like really into just jazz or not jazz, but like big band. Yeah. <laughs> like Greg's into big squirrel band nut sure. zippers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I get to see him always coming out. Like we love him. You've been part of the family for years, but you yeah. can't scat while we're trying to do a rock show. <laughs> <laughs> or he does that. The big band dance with that guy that dances in squirrel nut zippers or cherry popping daddies. He's that guy. <laughs> So Lee, Lee's back here on the drums and he's like a 15 minute solo, but Greg starts pop dancing or whatever it's called. <laughs> Who's this guy with the slick back hair? Somebody had a great idea. It was a long time ago where, uh, oh, by the way, can you go ahead and just like, uh, I know it happened after the sink, but I feel like we should really include my like Sammy Hagar scatting in this episode. I feel like that's really good content. I don't want people to miss out on that. No, they, and North should they? Because it's perfect. Keep going, keep going. Like that. No, keep going. Well, that's, I mean, that's no, sort of. No, do it. No, do it. I'm in a group. Ladies and gentlemen, we're twisted not. And you know what else? We are. I'm well, I'm Bo. And I'm Bo. Oh my god, you're Bo and I'm Mike. Yeah. And you're listening to it's what wrestling can be. We're back here in the yeah. shithouse closet and the shithouse couch. And ladies and gentlemen, today in Portland, Oregon is a record high of like 86 and thunderstormy. It's like a regular Texas day in summer. We're sweating, baby. We're sweating. You know, we got a saying in Montana. I don't know if you knew this. I lived in Montana for a while. I know nothing about Montana. Go for <laughs> it. Montana, you know what they say? They say, if you don't like the weather, wait 15 minutes. <laughs> they say, if you don't like the weather in Montana, the fuck you here for? Get out. They say that. That's why it's so little population in Montana. <laughs> it's oh. the catchphrase. It's not, don't, uh, Sarah's, I'm in the closet by myself so I can say this kind of stuff. Montana sucks. If you want to sync up, Montana sucks. I, I can tell you, I, I, I know Sarah as long as I know you. And I can tell you this much. Yeah. I can tell you this much. Yeah. Missoula sucks. Why go to Missoula? It's small and boring. Like, it's fine. It's Safeway like, doesn't even have self-checkout. <laughs> they might now. I don't. Okay. I don't know. Well, Missoula's I, getting better, but it sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like, you know, I don't know. If you if you like to fly fish, it's great, but you can fly fish in Oregon. You can do, you know, Oregon. I know. Yeah, the rivers are everywhere. The skiing, too. 
They might the, have that in Missoula. The rivers, we got the rivers, we got the skiing. <laughs> what do you want? You come down to what do you want from us? You want I should give you a medal of honor? I don't think so. You come to Portland, we got the fucking surf, we got the mountains for skiing. In the summer, it's like a a concrete slide you can go down. You want we got ride. rafting. Yeah, you want to ride your surf. Board, or your skateboard, we got all your skate parks, we got all kinds of different foosball for you to play. You played Tony Hawk 2, you remember that for PlayStation, the Burnside Bridge level? That's here! That's right! That's also, here! Yeah, and also the, the skater, Bob Burnside, named after the street in Portland, people don't know that! I didn't even fucking know that! Yeah, that's why they called and him that, scene. Bob Burnside. And that's why they call him Burnside. <laughs> this is a very singy episode. Boy, we're uh, off to a dynamite start. Your friend's going to love this. Oh, my God. He's going to... Well, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't think he follows the podcast. I was going to say about the Sarah thing. Yeah. Missoula sucks, but Sarah is one of our 13 listeners. That's right. So. She's a very good supporter, good supporter of the She's program. Oh, Gonna also, hear all that. Yeah, I would just like to throw a quick shout-out before we get going. I don't know whether he's going to be listening. He's a busy guy. He's got a kiddo. Um, but my friend Joe is the reason why I'm able to watch AEW Wrestling every week. But he is, he is kind enough to share his TNT login with me. And so, Joe, I just want you to know you're an official sponsor of the program, buddy. There you go. Yeah. I mean, Joe, you let Mike in because you know what Mike is? He's family. You know, that's you right. let him use your shit. And I like a special shout out to my friend Trent, who gave me our friend Jason's password to his Comcast account so that I may watch AEW on the horrible TNT app as well every Wednesday. So thank you, Jason, via Trent. I appreciate the password uh, uh, and, and email logins that we did. Through a game of telephone, almost, because Jason probably doesn't know I use his account, but friends, you know, you know, you know what I love? This is the first what? episode recording remotely where you have a mic stand and you're not, you're not, you're not ju- doing the Top Gun volleyball thing with the microphone, and yet you. Hi, listeners. This is uh, Bo Baxter Rosser of Tope Suicida Podcast. At this point of the episode, you'll hear Mike accusing me uh, viciously about bumping the microphone. During the edit, uh, I actually heard turned the volume all the way up, and, and, and in fact, there was no bump of the microphone at this moment in the recording. Jesus so. Christ, over here, being a carpenter, yeah, uh, 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 transmuting my side table with a saw, a box knife, and sheer wit. But you transmuted it? What, are you an alchemist? Yes, I am. I made it smaller through division of box knife, hammer saw, rusty saw that I found in the grass like two years ago. Wait, <laughs> wait you I found, sh- hang on, hang on, time out. You it wasn't found, a safe wait, process. You found a rusty saw in the grass somewhere two years ago, and you're, the thought that popped into your head was, you know what, I should keep this. You never know There's when a- you're going to need a rusty saw. I'll tell you how the entire process. So my neighbors across the way, they moved, right? Two years oh, ago. God, is this going to be a whole story? <laughs> it might be. There's a story <laughs> for I don't just, uh, What do you? Uh, hey, hey, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. Hey, do you box. think Do you think the saw just materialized out of oh. nowhere? No, every saw has a story. Oh, Mike. oh my God. I'm in hell. I'm in hell. 
Oh, and this one, fuck. I found it. No, I found it. They moved out. And I was like, I was taking eager to the potty. He's like, oh, what's this buried in the grass? It was a shitty saw. It folds out. So it's like a giant switchblade. It's badass. I'll show it to you after the podcast. I know you want to see it. Doesn't Your eyes are lit up. Ass. His eyes are huge right now. I'm not. So they're excited. not. I'm shaking my head. It's the no. It's universal signal for no. And so. Like, you I'm, know also, when I'm, you, I'm like cutting my throat, which is the stop this story. He's keep. He's you know when you find something uh-huh. that you don't think you should have found? You know, that feeling? Wait, so what? Like, what? Okay, what? What do you mean? Like you found it? Like you found like a gun or something? Well, no, I picked it up and I was like, this is my neighbor's saw, but they moved. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that's and fucking so, finder's no, key. You I, got squatter's so rights on that I saw. I picked it up. And, you know, when you pick it up, you, you don't think you should have found it. I picked it up and I looked around. I was like, is anyone seeing me get this saw? Yeah. And then I slowly crept and just opened my trunk and put it in my trunk <laughs> and shut the trunk slow. I left it there for a year until the house that the new neighbors moved in. Right. And yeah, then I well, ran- until, the, until the heat quieted down. Yeah, I had, yeah. To, I had to lay low. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And now that saw is, has helped me build this wonderful mic stand. That's the whole reason this story happened. I mean, you know, we've talked about it before. We're talking about it now. We've never sounded better. Hey, wait. Uh-huh. I have a question for you. Oh, do you? Um, because it's very hot right here in our places. Are you quenching your thirst with anything today? Oh, yeah, sure. What do I'm you a, got? I'm a little parched right now, so I decided to pour myself a, a, a tall mug of bourbon. And What uh, kind? Oh, this is, uh, well, this is bullet bourbon. I typically will go for Buffalo Trace, but they didn't have a half gallon available, so I went with Bullet, even though I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard some less than savory things about the company. Not even going to go any further, because we had the same conversation on a previous podcast. Oh my last God, week, you're right. Anyway, well, Either yes, last week or next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Bullet, but fuck the Bullet guy. So here's what I am, what mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. I went to the store, mm-hmm. and I grabbed 500 milliliters of Portland Cider imperial apple uh perfect 10 i don't know how much 500 milliliters is is that like 12 ounces is that like 22 ounces like how much is 500 hang on let me google this i don't i really don't know how much i'm uh, scared i'm gonna ask google hey google how much is 500 milliliters 500 milliliters i'm I'm doing it manually i don't need your stupid google hell i don't need your it's 16 ounces so it's a pint you got a pint of cider i got a pint but it's a perfect 10 oh god damn it i just got (laughs) it shaman baby what What are we doing with a shaman we're drinking him down 10 percent alcohol Bo's going to get a little bit tipsy on this uh, episode. Because <laughs> it's just one pint. I know, right? I'm really, really lightweight. Uh, anyway, so our show today that we have, uh, everyone, we have uh, part two of the uh, infinite parter. Part two of <laughs> 64,000. Of about 900 episodes. <laughs> but it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's it's Monday Night Fight. Bites. Monday night fun bites. We have we made a th- we haven't made a jingle. We'll not make a yet. jingle. Not in this episode, uh, but eventually when we once we hit a good stride of about episode four hundred, we'll be like, now it's time to introduce that theme song. So it's we're doing the second week of uh, Raw and Nitro in the Monday Night Wars, and that's exciting. Ready? Right, hang on. Let me make sure there's no ants in my bourbon. Are they? <laughs> I spilled some beer in the shit closet. <laughs> And oh, so no. and so I just discovered there were ants 
and they're they're trying to sometimes they're trying to go for my bourbon and I gotta keep an eye on it. But I'm all good. I'm in the clear, brother. Hey everyone. <laughs> even I'm bad at it. You're usually the one. What that do you does mean? The shit. Even you're bad it's at it. It's usually you who co- who rolls back in like, all right. <laughs> well, okie dokie. That was fun. Now on to their next thing. So before, however, we watch these two episodes of the Monday Night War. I have something for you, Mike. Oh, really? Bose notes. Bose notes. Oh, Everybody no. loves Bose notes. Oh. Bose notes. Bose notes. Everybody I... loves Bose notes. Off the top rope, here comes Bose notes. Off the top rope, coming down so straight. We got them Bose notes. Bose notes. Everybody loves Bose notes. Bose notes. Bose notes. Everybody loves Bose. What? <gasps> Huge news. Da 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 da. Money in the bank edition. Ba da da. Bose notes off the top rope. Huge ultimate news. Money in the bank edition. All right, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This morning, I took work off for a mental day so I could you just hang out with myself. And I watched, I watched Money in the Bank from last night. And here's the best part: I watched Money in the Bank. At 9 a.m. this morning, at 9 a.m., unshowered, no toothbrush, no food for the two and a half hours that it was on. And I got some news for you, everyone. It sucks. Okay. So here's, okay. Okay. To be fair, it doesn't all suck. I have, uh, I have the match list that I need you to introduce for me, uh, Mike. And I'll go rapidly through each match with my notes that I took for it. Shouldn't take very long. Oh, fuck me. Wait, I don't know because I didn't watch it. I don't I know. Hold any... on. Go... Slack right there. Wait, I don't have. So you'll see. Uh, all right. I don't. I, I don't know what any of these like rival feuds are about because I'm not. Watching. Doesn't matter. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. Neither did I. Are you sure? It doesn't. I can yeah, just... yeah, yeah. So just do the first match bullet. I'll right. do the match. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll go right. next match and then you'll do it. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait. Huge news, ultimate money in the bank edition, match one. And then you would say? Uh, the New Day, who are apparently champions of whatever. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, versus the Lucha House Party. Yep. Uh, versus Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison. Versus yep. the fucking Forgotten so. Got called up recently, from what I understand. All right, match one. Miz and Morrison, they, yeah. both, do the, they both do the slow-mo entrance. So Miz comes out, does his entrance. He's pointing at the crowd. And then Morrison comes out, does his little hand flip and his hair and the slow-mo. And Miz is bowing in slow-mo. It's Ugh. fucking cool. Forgotten Sons could be so good, but that gimmick, ugh. Oof, it's not a good gimmick. And I also, when I thought that, I also thought, I wonder... This is mean. How the Forgotten Sons merch sales are like? Like, I wonder. <laughs> oh, I bet they're fucking tremendous. I bet. I Who's bet they're so. I bet there's so many dudes that are like, yeah, I'm gonna wear this in like a oh, serious. Oh, I didn't way. even think about that. Some Affliction Bros. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the I Affliction th- Bros for sure. So maybe they're doing really good. I I got to get Meltzer on the line. Hey Meltzer, do you know the hot tip on the Forgotten Sons merch? Well, if you have any uh, insight into what the the Affliction Bros are doing these days, what cut is uh, merch is Forgotten Sons getting off events of for their sales? Uh, okay, and I repeat, Morrison's rap name is Johnny Drip Drip. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, the New Day retains. Uh, next match, please. Oh wait, I have a note. 
Wait, yeah, that wasn't, you didn't make any notes. I had another note. I had another note. It was, so there's a moment when, when Michael Cole's audio cuts out, but because there's no audience, you can hear him shouting, which occurred to me that it must be really weird for the wrestlers can hear the commentary shouting. They can hear Michael you know? Cole screaming vintage. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Gordon, who is not there. Cause I think he's part of the raw brand. I think this is a smack. Anyway. Next match. Oh, my God, Bo. There's not enough whiskey in the world for this. Next what match. Match number two. Do we have to keep doing this? Yeah, like, we got to. Ooh, Bo's uh, notes. I'll do another verse if you don't go to okay, the next match. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, so I got R-Truth versus MVP, and then Remember in parentheses, him? Lashley. But Lashley is an MVP. MVP is Montel Vontavious Porter. R-Truth comes out excellent. Does a cool song about uh, MVP. Not, yeah, I think he does. But then MVP comes out, starts trash talking, and then Lashley comes out real mad about something. I don't know. And uh, Lashley comes out, and MVP's like, all right, you guys can fight. So MVP, it's, it's actually our truth versus Lashley. Oh. And I have a video to send you. Wait, what? Are you sh- Wait, but what? MT- MVP is back in WWE? Yeah, and there might be rumor that he might be making another, uh, like, uh, an all uh, men of color uh, stable like the Nation of Domination. Oh, cool, man. I always liked, I mean, I don't know. It was a weird time, you know, the aughts and like, it was a weird, it was kind of a strange gimmick, but MV, I always enjoyed watching MVP wrestle. I thought he was good in the ring, you know? And he had good promos too. I, this thing happened. So when it loads, uh, okay. when it, we'll go on to the next match though. Wait, no, I didn't do the notes. Uh, <laughs> Wait. so okay. Lashley destroyed truth. It's, and it's a true shame. Uh, and Samoa Joe was on commentary in this match. Oh. I think he's on commentary for Raw or SmackDown because this oh. might have been a Raw match. Okay. And all he said in the entire match was at the very end, he said, mistakes were made, mistakes were made. And then he said something about Lashley being a cerebral fighter as he walked up the ramp. And that was it. That's all the commentary Joe did. He was just sitting out there, not wrestling. Uh, I think he might have been hurt. A, you got to get your, is he injured? He might, he might have been, he might be on the mend. I hope he's, I hope so. You know, and then, so let's let's just go into the next match. We'll get that video later. I mean, I don't hope he's he's injured. I hope that no. he's only on commentary if he's injured, because otherwise he should be in the ring having forty minute matches with you know Kurt Angle. Uh, okay, no, I've got the video. Here it is. Watch it. It has so popped like, up. I've got Lashley short. and r Truth. Uh, that's Ron the Truth Killings. Mm-hmm. For those of you who know, and they're squaring off in the middle of a ring. Very good, right? It's very good, right? That slap is so good. It's very good. I'm going to watch it again, Bo. Yeah, do it. Do it. (laughs) Dude, Truth is so good. He's so funny. Oh, my God. Even Lashley was great here. His fucking reaction to get I've never seen him. I've never seen Lashley emote better than when he emoted with that slap. (laughs) It's so... It just, that's why it sucks after that, that Lashley destroyed him in like three minutes. Uh, okay, so anyway, don't watch the next video once it pops up. I'll tell you when, oh. but next match, Bo's Notes, third the, match. Okay. Uh, the truncated version. Okay, so it's um, Bailey, who's yeah. the, the champion of what? Smackdown Women. Whatever, yeah. Um, with with Sasha Banks. S- seconded versus, by Sasha. Wait, what? Seconded, yeah, sorry. Yeah, seconded by Sasha w- versus Tamina for the SmackDown's Women's Champions. Tamina Snuka. Yeah, Tamina Snuka, uh, who if you've watched any, if you listen to any watch alongs with us, you know that. Um, she's not our favorite wrestler. She's not our favorite wrestler. Uh, yeah, it's like a Lex, like Lex Luger energy I get. 
from that. But uh, so notes, Bailey bullying Tamina is solid heel work. So like she's slapping her, him, her and kicking her and like really saying mean things. It's great. Wait, Bailey uh, is bullying Tamina? Bailey and Sasha are heels. Yeah, but Tamina's Tamina, the but Tamina outweighs them both. Like yeah, combined, know. you know what I mean? That's why it's so fun. The two of the best wrestlers on the planet are just wasted in this match. Uh, and Tamina is in the match as well. I'm just saying, like, if it was an if it was a real ass kicking contest, Tamina would kick the shit out of both of them at the same time, and Tamina's getting bullied. Here's the thing about this match: not good. Uh, yeah. Love Bailey, Sasha. She looks fabulous, and she, her heel work, just her her facial expressions are great. I love Sasha Banks right now. But I got up and started sweeping the floor because I was bored. <laughs> and. Okay. Um, at one point, the commentary didn't cut out. They just weren't saying anything. Yeah. And all I could hear was just screaming. Like, no conversation. Just, just Bailey, like, she's getting beat up. She's like, ah, no. Ah! And it was just really funny sounding. Oh, anyway, uh, and ba- Bailey retains. Uh, mini note. Wait. Seth Seth did a backstage promo after this match against Drew because he's fighting Drew later. Uh-huh. And uh, he's wearing that leather coat. And at the very beginning, he moves his arms. And it goes. <laughs> the leather makes a. It was just very funny as a leather toot. It was so good. Okay, next match. Hey, wait. These notes don't seem like they're like particularly helpful or like insightful for anyone. I feel well, like we're. I mean, the those the notes not, might not be that, but what they are, yeah. are Bo's notes. So next match. Oh, they're both. Okay. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. All right. All right. I I see where you're kind of going with it. Uh, let me see. So, uh, well, four. Number four. Are you sure that we want to keep going? Because we can just go right into the Nitro Raw. There's just there's only like two more. There's two more, and the right. whole Money in the Bank match. All right. Just don't sing anymore. I won't sing. Okay. Hey everyone, it's Bo Baxter Rosser from Tope Suicida Podcast. At this point in the episode, uh, after asking uh, me to not sing again. Mike takes a really long pause um, in hopes that I, in fact, will defy his wishes and sing again. But being the uh, professional that I am, I do not give him the pleasure of more song. So we've got Braun Strowman, who's the champion of whatever, versus Universal. No. The, he's the SmackDown champion. Oh, okay. So he's the he's the SmackDown champion, which means he's the WWE champion. No, that's the universe. Who cares? Bra- <laughs> okay, who Braun Strowman, uh, who beat who beat up a fifty year old Goldberg, versus mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt for the Universal champ. Oh no, for the WWE championship. But not the Fiend. Just Bray Wyatt in Wait, his Funhouse wh- sweater. Why not the Fiend? Because he's, he's just playing Bray Wyatt. But I, I found, uh, so during the lead-up promo, this was actually cool. They leaned into the Wyatt family stuff. Okay. But Because he used to be in it. Yeah. But that just actually made me double sad because, like, Brody is in AEW and Eric Rowan got released. So, like, they're the only two, or Bray <laughs> and Braun are the only two Wyatts left. Yeah. And uh, so one funny thing Bray came out, because when he's in his firehouse, funhouse, firefly funhouse gimmick, he's all happy and goofy. So he like talks nicely to the commentators. Oh, yeah. And so he gets up on the, the corner apron, yeah. on the apron by the turnbuckle, looks around at no crowd. And I swear he says, as he looks to Michael Cole and, and Corey, he goes, I'm really excited about the low draw because <laughs> there's no audience. So the ticket sale is a low draw. And I thought it was very funny. I hope he said that. Puppets showed up ringside. Should I watch this video that you sent me? No, not yet. Not yet? That's at the end of this. At the Uh, end? Okay. 
Pup, so puppet showed up ringside. That was cool. Oh right, yeah, the puppets. Right. It's yeah. uh, it sucks. Bray is back to losing again. Braun retains. You can watch the video now. I just thought it was a funny moment, shocking moment. I don't know why you would ever come to the ring not as the fiend. That doesn't make any sense. That's like a a fucking uh, you know, like a soldier going to war with a fucking his sweater vest on. You know, like it doesn't make any. S All right, I'm gonna watch the video. I'm watching the video. Okay, here we go. Okay, Bray's Bray got a. He's trying to get to Braun. Braun's got his uh, lamb mask on for some reason. Back when he he wore that, remember? Remember? <laughs> wait! Wait! Okay. All right, hang on. I got to watch this again. Bo's reaction is stunning here. Bo's reaction really, really right. the video's okay. really me is right. what makes the video. I'm the star of the video, Michael. <laughs> All right, if you want to sync up, uh, go ahead and check our Twitter feed because Bo will post this video. Uh, when this episode airs, uh, because if he doesn't, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. It's yeah. really special. <laughs> so Braun retains, you know? Yeah. And here we are at the end. Just uh, kidding. One more match. What? Match five. All right. Bo, I feel like we can just, we can skip Matt. We can skip the main event. We can go right to whatever, like the real thing. Um, so Drew McIntyre. Uh, ooh, ooh, I got an idea. If you're going to not, if you're going to, if you're not going to do it, then well, no, Drew McIntyre's champion versus Seth oh. Rollins for the Universal Championship. Seth has new Jesus music, but it probably wishes he had Bobby Roode's glorious theme instead. Wait, Seth to has be new music? perfectly honest, I've lost stream. <laughs> I'll do this verse again. To be perfectly honest, I've lost steam. With this pay-per-view and all of it. Slimy tunes now. This match was so, so, so WE style. It was a bummer and sucked. Drew retains. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Bo, this is de this has depressed me. Uh, at the end I, of the match, though, oh. they did shake each other's hands. And Drew was like, I beat you. This is great, though. Thank you for this match. Shake my hand. And Seth was like, what? I'm a heel. But they shook hands. It was pretty cool. I don't care. It, cool. And then, pretty cool. Okay, and the last part of yeah. Bo's notes. Uh-huh. Ultimate news edition, Money in the Bank edition, ultimate news. Not, Huge news. All right. The Money in the Bank match. The Money in the Bank match, Mike. <laughs> Money in the Bank. <laughs> the Money in the Bank match, Mike. Yeah. Was bonkers. Mm-hmm. You need to watch it. Here's, here's the notes I wrote. Money in the Bank match, colon, bonkers. Just watch. Please. It has a soundtrack. Please watch it. In quarantine, WWE has managed to make me want to watch each pay-per-view in hopes of a pre-film segment like the Money in the Bank match. I'm honestly, my, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> you have to watch this match. Eventually, you'll watch it, and I think you'll love it. It's great. It's the best part. I'm glad I watched the pay-per-view because of this fucking weird-ass Climb, climb the corporate ladder. Like <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I don't. I don't. Dispute. Mike, there's a soundtrack. There are guest appearances. There is dramatic, like like acting. There's acting. <laughs> Two people die. What? No, I can't die. Two people are murdered. Oh my god. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to watch it then. We got a real strong recommendation there from our boy Bo. Can you ask me what's next though? Uh, Bo, what's next? Thank you for listening. Wrapping up the news section. Thank you for listening. Wrapping up Bo's notes. Thanks for listening to Bo's notes. 
Exposed Notes is a <sighs> partnership program between <sighs> Mike and myself, and we do it almost every podcast to give you, the people of Tope Suicida, news and information about and pay-per-views and generally WWE topics, because I know that makes Mike really agitated. Oh my God, that Thanks was like, again. That was like 15 minutes of Exposed Notes. <laughs> so much, oh that was a bit aggressive. That was painful. I oh. mean... I gave you everything I could give you. Uh, I hope you have some kind of question for me. I don't know if you do or not, but I have an answer if you do. Do we have to keep doing these every those notes all the time? Well, I don't do them all the time. That's not the question I wanted. What did you want me to say? Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you better see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, glad you asked. Well, the answer is R-Truth, my good man, because (laughs) R-Truth is the greatest of all time. Uh, He actually, and then he had it later on in the show. Oh, wait. Bose Notes Addendum. Wait, what? No, we're done with Bose Notes. So they interviewed Truth, and I already chose him for my perfect perfect wrestler, my favorite wrestler. And then they interviewed him about the 24-7 title, and he was like, I miss it. I'm sad that all my friends are gone. And it was such a meta moment because Ooh. all the people that competed got laid off. Aww. It's just our truth And Gronk has his goddamn title. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Truth and Gronk. WrestleMania 88. Truth and Gronk. Our truth will be 87 years old. He's an old man. Real good shape. Uh, Mike, do you have a favorite wrestler? Yeah, I have a favorite wrestler. Who is it? Oh, God, I don't know if I can even muster the energy to say who my favorite wrestler is this week. Oh, man. It's just so, there were so many notes. (laughs) Okay. When I I was writing the notes out, I said, this is too many notes. So many. (laughs) There were so many notes, and I just. I genuinely enjoyed the show. It was a good watch. Oh, and I also like that, again, like WrestleMania, this era of WWE pay-per-views are, like, short. <laughs> Only two and a half hours and not five. My favorite wrestler this week is Sammy Guevara. <gasps> oh, I think I know why, but tell me why. Well, because, obviously, you know, clearly he's a Spanish god. Uh-huh, clearly. He's one half of Le Sex God. Uh-huh, and one-fifth of... <laughs> Inner circle. It's not as cool. One fifth of the inner circle, and he's just everything about him is is he has transformed from being, you know, sort of silly and generic, and someone I really did not care about. <laughs> right, what wearing a giant panda head to the ring? <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> I, I didn't understand it. I mean, I don't know, whatever, you know. But it it just it didn't seem like he had a real character, you know. Right. Right. And now it's very clear what his character is. Everything that he's doing with Brandy Rhodes, Jericho putting him over, calling him sexy all the time, um, them embracing and smiling at the uh, hard cam. Their pose. Their mm-hmm. pose. Uh, and frankly, the bump that he took off the golf cart this week. Yes. I showed that gift to so many people that don't like wrestling. They're like, why do you enjoy this? And I said, this reason right exactly here. Exactly this. <laughs> he's okay. But it was glorious. Exactly. Can I this. can I mention some, can I add something to do? It's kind of about this, but it's Kenny Omega. Yeah, please. So, because he was in that match. Yeah. So I watched Being the Elite today because they come out on Mondays. Okay. Uh, and 
<clears throat> there's a segment at the very end where he's it's after the match, right? And Kenny's sitting on his couch in the dressing room. He's in his jeans, his knee pads still over the jeans. He's his cutoff shirt, and he's sweating. He's having people come in, and be like, "Hey, so that was my first street fight ever. Did it look like I could actually fight people, <laughs> like in real life?" <laughs> and everyone comes in, they're like, "No." Oh, it did look like it was your first one ever. Yeah, it doesn't look like you could really fight someone ever. Mm, He's like, but no, I I got the jeans, and I got the knee pads over the jeans, and I got the cutoff shirt, and I got my hands taped. I got the look. It looks like I could fight in the street. (laughs) It was just a really good segment. That is funny. Those are our favorite wrestlers, everyone. That's all the news you need to know about, too, in wrestling. You don't need to know anything else. I don't think so. I think we did a really comprehensive recap mm-hmm. for those for mm-hmm. all you hardcore wrestling fans out there. Also, Bo, I just texted you something. Interesting. And I need to know something about it. Is this your Is It Shit House or no? Do you have anything else? This no, week? that's my Is It Shit House. Perfect. That's perfect. Is it I'm yours? Still, no, 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 it's not. But I, I had bookmarked it for a, a, a later week, but I'll unbookmark it now. But it's great. It's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, <laughs> it's John Connor in Terminator 2 on his little, his little uh, dirt bike. Yeah. Running away from the T-1000 on his dirt bike in a parking garage. But uh, someone has superimposed... <laughs> The golf cart from the <laughs> Street Fight on Dynamite that that, that uh, uh, who is this Damascus? Damascus <laughs> and Kenny Omega were riding, yeah. and Kenny Omega's like onward, <laughs> and then they uh, feasibly the next scene would be them just hitting John Connor because <laughs> <laughs> Sammy got hit so hard. So yes, uh, both this, in reference to Sammy as well as the Photoshop itself. Uh, as well as my love for uh, Terminator 2. Yeah, it's definitely shithouse. <laughs> cool. okay. I'm glad that you think so, buddy, because I also thought it was shithouse. I thought it was a beautiful Rise of the Terminator like reference. It, it was. Just, it, it's just, I don't know. It's perfect. It's so, it's so much fun. Oh, Bo, you've sent me something. Mike, I need you to tell me if this video of 36 seconds long is shithouse or not. Oh, um, yes, it is. Before I even watch it, yes, it is. I know exactly what it is. Oh, okay. It's extremely shithouse. Yeah. It's something I've never heard of, but it doesn't sound like fun. I think it's very fun. It's called Nerdcore Hip Hop. Nerdcore Hip Hop. Yeah. Um, it's uh, people who identify as nerdy, rapping about the things they love, video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting romantic partners, you know. It's really catchy and fun. Losers, in other words. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Ah, oh, Trebek, you've done it again. How recent is that clip, I wonder? Oh, I think it's pretty recent. I think it's from, from the most recent season. Because, you know, Alex is kind of living on uh, borrowed time here. With yeah, the, I was going to say. So is this, cancer, yeah. Is this at, does he know he has pancreatic cancer here? And he's like, well, I'm just going to fuck you. Uh, I think so. I think he's really throwing those fastballs these days on Jeopardy. Good for it's him. It's great. So is it shithouse? You already said it's shithouse. What am I saying? It's yeah. shithouse. Yes, Bo. <laughs> it's shithouse. It's so shithouse. That's all I have to lead us in. Two, part two of Infinite. Of Infinite. <laughs> Monday Night Fight Bites. This episode examines the head-to-head matchup on Monday night. Uh, it is September 11th, 1995, between WWF Raw and WCW Monday Nitro. 
Uh, we're coming off of WWF SummerSlam, which unfortunately was headlined by Diesel defending the WWF Championship against King Mabel with Sir Mo. But what a good match that had to have been. But I, I don't, I shudder to think what Meltzer rated that match. I, I like, I'm sure there were negative, <laughs> there were negative stars involved. But that match also had Shawn Michaels facing Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental Championship in a rematch of their WrestleMania classic. So the the card was not a total loss. Hey everyone, it's Bo Baxter Rosser from Tope Suicida Podcast. At this point, after saying that the SummerSlam card was pretty good, Mike takes a long pause and then realizes the error in his statement. Uh, this card does suck. I'm looking at it. <laughs> it sucks. I'm looking at things like Barry Horowitz defeats Skip with of the of the uh, not the body Donna. Yeah, the body Donnas uh, with Sonny. I'm looking uh, at... Have the uh, Body Donnas, they've been uh, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame yet? You know what, May? I don't know. We'll have to double check on that, see if the Body Donnas made it in. Uh, we've got The Undertaker defeating Kama in a casket match. I have no recollection that this ever happened, so obviously that Kama was a classic. Again? Kama is the Godfather before he was the Godfather. Right. Oh, fuck. We've got the Smoking Guns taking on the Blue Brothers. Jacob Blue and Eli Blue with Uncle Zebekiah, a.k.a. Dutch Mantel. I remember these guys. I don't remember anything else besides Vince McMahon saying, The Blue Brothers. Jacob Blue and Eli Blue, the Blue Brothers. So the only thing you remember about the Blue Brothers yeah. is literally just their name. <laughs> it's just Vince McMahon saying their name. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> They, man, you know, they're living legends. That That's why they're in yeah. the hallowed halls of the best tag team ever. You yeah, know? go ahead and hashtag Blue Brothers Hall of Fame. So it was a garbage card. It was real trash. <laughs> it was real trash. Um, Alundra Blaze was forced into wrestling uh, Bertha Faye, uh, who was actually, I haven't seen a ton of her work outside of the WWF, but I believe she was a, an awesome monster heel that went by the name Monster Ripper. And when she got to the WWF, they made her be, you know, like this. Named Bertha. Bertha Faye, whose gimmick was like, I don't know what the gimmick was, except that she was much larger than Harvey Whippleman, her manager. They were, okay. they were like in love. And it was funny because Bertha Faye was... Bigger than Harvey Wimpleman. A size differential. That was the humor. It was Vince, Vince McMahon loves a good fat shame. And he the thing he it. does. And the thing that kills me is that if she would have actually been a monster heel, it could have been so good because, as you know, Alundra Blaze is an amazing wrestler. Yeah, she's great. So she's my first wife. We talked about. She's it. your my first, first wife. wife. Watching yeah. her overcome that incredible like size and power disadvantage would have been so fun to watch but instead she had to wrestle a monster heel that was forced into a comedy gimmick and it sucked yeah, and it could have been good with 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 whippleman because he could have been like the the shit heel right yeah and like talking big game and then whenever he gets like threatened she could come up and 
why why are we why are we booking I don't know this? why we're talking <laughs> about this. SummerSlam. <laughs> it's so, it's wanna, so old. Yeah, if you want to sync up SummerSlam '95, sucks. We're uh, book, we're we're rebooking SummerSlam '95. Want to sync up? Woo! Wow. The, um, the uh, content that no one asked for, but uh, <laughs> here we are, September 11th, 1995, on the heels of SummerSlam 1995. We're going head to head, week two of the Monday Night Wars, uh, WWF versus WCW. We're going to watch WWF Raw first. Yeah, this is a fun... Think about the build-up. Okay, so they're doing a build-up to Fall Brawl, which is the War Games, right? And it sucks. It's 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 the, it's the fucking Dungeon of Doom. That's it, the one! <laughs> right? As half, as half of the War Games, and it sucks. And then this is the other War Games team, Hogan, Luger, Savage, and Sting, and right now they're working it out and whatever, right? And so the match sucks. Clearly the match sucks. But... Look at this build-up to War Games compared to the build-up to SummerSlam, the go-home episode of Raw before SummerSlam. We had a little bullshit like, like the British Bulldog turned on Diesel in a tag match, and it was just garbage, but this is... A whole like ten minute long like soap opera yeah. storyline where they're talking about can we trust Lex Luger? The answer is no. To be on the team, you know. So, um, we're oh back. Hey, everyone, God. hello, hello, everyone. The show's over. They're they're premiering main event. What's happening next? We got the American Males this Sunday. Uh, God, these are so many bad photos. Uh, so yeah. we just watched Raw and Nitro from September 11th, 1995. Uh-huh. And big yawn for Mike. Big yawn. Woo! Um, what do we think? Uh, I'll start. Yeah, please. Uh, Raw has all right matches, but generally sucks. But I think Nitro does the same thing. All right matches generally not. No, it doesn't suck. I felt the, the pacing of Nitro was similar to Raw's. Mm-hmm. But the matches were better in that same buildup. But you're mm. right. We were just talking about the end of Nitro being just this almost like committee meeting about who's going to, can we trust Luger? Can we, can we have him in our alliance or whatever? And it's just really, all the people were standing up on their feet. It's just really compelling for something that shouldn't be compelling. I just, it was. You, you had a lot of star power in the ring, right? Yeah. You had four of the biggest stars in the history of the business in the ring. Old try- and new. Not yeah. old, old, but new and less new. No, I mean, yeah, old and old and frankly, not that new. I mean, Sting is at this point getting yeah, okay. kind of stale with that gimmick. You know, he's been around for seven or eight years doing he's, the same thing. He surfed a lot of waves, dude. Surfed a lot of waves. But the, 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 they're all former world champions, and they're yeah. all going to be on potentially the same team at war games and the team needs a fourth man and Luger just showed up and sting is his friend. And he's saying, I can vouch for this guy. And Hogan and Savage are saying, well, we don't know him. Yeah. And that is interesting. Cause that's kind of a real life thing that you might see where somebody's like, no, this is my friend. I can vouch for him. And you're like, maybe you can, but I'm not going to trust my, whatever my life, my livelihood, my, I don't know, my money, my, 
my double ring cage, you know? My double ring cage. Yeah, if you're an athlete, right? You're like, I don't know if I want this guy on my team. He's going to affect my bottom line. He's going to yeah. affect my ability to win a Super Bowl or an NBA title or like whatever. It was very relatable in terms of athletics and sports, whereas Raw felt laughable. Yeah, it's the whole the whole presentation of the thing. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see as we keep watching these um, how the presentation slowly changes, building off of one another. Once like once like WWE's like oh sh or WWF at the time is like oh shit WCW might be gaining traction. How do we manipulate our product to be more like that product? And that happens with you know the Attitude Era being raunchy. It happens with it going live, all that kind of stuff. It's gonna be fun to see when that stuff happens because we already noticed it earlier. Is when we were like, is this a new Raw theme song? Yeah, yeah. Is it because Nitro is on the air, so they need to freshen it up? Or is this something they do every, after every SummerSlam? But I right. don't think it is. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how long that... I, I thought that that Raw intro kind of sucked, honestly. That, that Yeah, like, but it was theme, different and something else, you know? It was different than what they had started, but I, I, I'm personally really fond of that original, like... We started this episode exactly like this. You knew how Monday Night Raw was starting. It was coming on. That was your time to be happy. That new Raw theme, like, I thought the the cinematography was fine. I thought it was good. It was nice that they mixed it up. But the new theme song, I thought, sucked. All right. If you were going to give these episodes a rating out of 10, 10 is perfect. 10 is... Ten is the greatest thing you've ever seen, and a zero is the worst thing you've ever seen. What would you give the raw? I would give raw a four point five uh, tummy tickles out of ten. Okay, all right. What would you give nitro? Nitro, I would give nitro um, six point five out of ten uh, belly laughs. Okay. That's the enjoyment levels. You see, I was yeah. tickled by Raw. I was like, oh, that's fun. But Nitro's like, oh, Nitro. But not quite a 10. <laughs> does that make sense? It sure does. Thank uh, you. Then I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Monday Nitro. No, I'm going to give Monday Night Raw <laughs> a uh, full four out of 10. <laughs> a full four. Cool. A full four out of 10 Abba Zabba's. Is that and a candy bar? That's right. <laughs> it's I'm gonna give it four out of ten Abba Zabba's, or if you you know depending on what you like, four out of ten Good and Plenties. Okay, are they the same brand? Are they both like Mars Tangential? No. So an Abba Zabba is is uh, a, <laughs> it's just it's a terrible candy bar that I like. <laughs> I liked. It's like a it's like a Heath bar with just Heath. And Heath sucks. Isn't Heath a flavor like a caramel? Heath is toffee. That's what it is. Heath is toffee. Alright, so I'm gonna give it four out of ten Abba's Abba's, which is taffy with taffy with creamy peanut butter in the middle. Ooh. <laughs> or good and plenty's, which is candy coated black licorice bites. Both of these candies suck. <laughs> <laughs> these are like old old man candies. I'm sticking to my ratings. You had your ratings. I'm giving you mine. All right. I'm sorry. And I'm then sorry. Nitro. I'm giving a five point eight chewy sprees out of ten. 
Cause it's that like, that new 90s cool shit on the block. But, it, but with a classic flavor that you recognize. It's the Chewy Spree. Uh, because you had old, basically old stars carrying the show, but right. you had it presented in this new way and you had new stuff with Sabu and Alex Wright. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a, overall, it was a better show. It was more entertaining. It was l slightly less depressing. I can see <laughs> why Nitro was starting to gather some fucking momentum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was almost like what we're experiencing now. But AEW is far and away better, I think, <laughs> product-wise currently. Yeah, probably, yeah. But that's just with the times, you know. It's yeah. 2020 compared to 95. Um, I'm, I think I'm, I'm glad that we put these these two episodes in our official rating system rulebook. I'm glad that they're in there. They're etched. Everyone knows the ratings that we gave them. Yeah. Um, but I think what I would really like to know is everyone else's ratings for it. So, like, Ooh. if you want to tell me, and Mike might read it as well, just email us at topesuicidapod at gmail.com and also hit us up everywhere on social. Topesuicidapod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's all the same. You can find us there. You can find me personally on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram at Bo Rosser, and Mike is at Mike from TV on Twitter. That's right, at Mike from TV. You know why? Because you know me. From TV. It's me. I saw him there. It's Mike. I've seen that, I've seen that guy. Mike from TV. Give us a follow. <laughs> Please Give us a follow do. At Tope Suicida Pod. Like us on Facebook. Do all that good stuff. And Rate someone, us. please. Jesus Christ. Send us an email. God, we I just want to talk. Email. We're stuck in quarantine. I got to talk to someone. Email oh, us. We my love God, you. We're so lonely. Give us an email already. Oh. At the beginning of Tope Suicida, we were real angry at you guys, but now we love you, and we just want to read your fucking emails. Send them yeah, away. Yeah, what about our emails? I mean, you know everything about emails, but what I really want to know before we sign off this week, which is lame that I said that, Mike. Yeah. I need you to tell me. Oh, no. I need you to tell me this. Yeah. What is, what is wrestling? Okay. Um... Wrestling is, um, wrestling is a distraction. Wrestling is, um, a, uh, a comforting aspect of your life. Wrestling is kind of like a, uh, smelly blanket that, uh, you know is smelly, but that you're fond of, you grew up with, you hold on to it when you're having a bad day. And even though it's not, uh, you know, it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's your smelly blanket. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. That's I wrestling exactly. to me. Yeah, it's your smelly blanket. That's perfect. That's great. That's great, Mike. I'm glad that's what it is to you. What's it to you, though? That's what I would hope you would have asked me. Well, yeah, I just, I forget, because here's the thing, is that I was just, I was, I had forgotten that what I really wanted to finish, to polish an episode off and sort of finish my day with was to hear you tell me what you thought wrestling was in right. terms of shower and no, prostate no, 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 metaphors. No, no, no. Buddy, no, 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 no. Here's, here's, uh, here's what wrestling is. Let me break this down to you, for you. Wrestling is that dachshund that you've had for 10 years, right? And okay. you, you go play fetch with that dachshund, and you kind of neglected the dachshund's 
teeth for a while because you lost the dog insurance when you lost your job for 18 months. So her teeth kind of got gross and weaker over time. And she catched, she caught a tennis ball on her teeth and busted them out. Right. And then, yes. uh, the person in the story had to rip the two front teeth out of their dachshund's mouth because they're bleeding and, and loose and hurting her. And, uh, we did this. In the, I mean, the person did this in the park and then, since then, the dachshund has been extremely even more affectionate toward the person that took the teeth out of the dachshund's mouth. And to the point where, while this person watches, say, Money in the Bank at 9 a.m. on a Monday, the dachshund is in his lap, sitting there because the dachshund loves him, because <laughs> he saved the pain in the dachshund's mouth. And it's just warm and comforting, and that's wrestling, baby. <laughs> wrestling is a rotting tooth in a dachshund's mouth. <laughs> oh, wow, gross. That's great. Also, I feel like maybe like 25 to 30% of the time, wrestling is a 10-year-old wiener dog in some capacity for you. I mean, though, like if you think about it, isn't life really a 10-year-old wiener dog? For some of us. Yeah. You know, for some of us, it's the 10-year-old wiener dog. For, uh, <laughs> you know, Elon Musk, it's something else. It's his baby's weird name. If you want to sync up, uh, I'm watching the webcam, and Mike just wiped his uh, his cheek with his shirt because he's sweating so much in the in the shit couch. Oh, so we're going to go ahead. If you want to <laughs> check in, it's about 165 degrees in the shithouse closet. So we're going to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to leave gonna do. now. Uh, the next, uh, fight bites will be more Watchamania style. This one, fuck you, you know? <laughs> this one, you know what? <laughs> hey, listen, we're in quarantine, man. We you forgot know? how the show, the episode format worked we for this know. one. It's hard. It's hard when you got all these different projects and you're in quarantine and you're drunk. You Let know? me clarify. I fucked up. Mike yeah. thought it was the correct thing the whole time. Yeah. I fucked up. I'm sorry. And yeah, I we're sorry to the four people that listen to the show. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see you next week. I'm like doing my Sammy Hagar thing. When like Love walks in when he's like, no, no, You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sick.